0: So today's show is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be where myself and my good friend, Roy Calling of the Awakening podcast do a collaboration together. So both of us will be hosting today. We plan on doing this going forward, give it a trial run, see how it works out. But we just plan on basically doing a once a week, a short segment where both of us will collaborate on what's going on um, around the world on various topics. But don't worry, nothing has changed. I'll still be interviewing my own people. And the only reason I'm really doing this with, with Roy is because uh, in the background, a lot of people have been asking us that they're happy with the people we're interviewing. It's great. But what they want is, could me and, and him do more interaction ourselves and, and collaborate together? And could we actually do a lot of talking ourselves instead of always interviewing people? So we just thought, hey, it's a bit of an idea. Why not? Um, nothing has changed this, eh? it's just We'll just do this on the side as well and just a small bit of extra content. So hope you enjoy the show and we we'll see how it works out. But here's Roy going to introduce it.
1: Welcome to the Awakening Podcast, where we have truth tellers and not whistleblowers, where we have facts and not conspiracy theorists, the podcast with solutions. I'm here with my good friend, Chris Ryan of Mind Wars, and he can be found on uh, anchor.fm forward slash Mind Wars. Hi, Chris, how are you? Good, Ryan, yourself. I'm Thanks very for you having me back on today. <laughs> uh, I think
0: uh, at this stage, we're getting such
1: a good response, we should do a weekly one.
0: I think at this stage, yeah, it could be a good idea, definitely to go move forward with a, a giant weekly one from both our shows and um, to join up because with the with the amount of information that's coming on in, and into our, into our lives on a daily basis, the corruption worldwide is just unbelievable. So I think we could end, end up going forward with some sort of a small show, give people a, a bullet points, what's going on around the world. And because some people are clueless to certain countries that are listening to this um, as to what's going on. And it's, it's very valid to what's going on today's society.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I know that uh, this week, uh, it's something that I think every single person on the planet knows what's going on. We're going to talk about the big C.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the the never-ending C word, of course, that's uh, consistently uh, a vein of a part of everybody's life day to day. But um, yeah, we'll talk about a small bit about that today. All right. And yeah, probably a lot of the stuff actually is, will be all related to it in one way or the other, what's going on. But unfortunately, some people feel it's negative talk. but at this stage, we need to get to Need to get it out because people, uh, thankfully, uh, as you know yourself, um, day by day, especially in the last couple of weeks, I've noticed so many people are actually waking up to what's going on and are making a proper stance of this, you know, worldwide global fascism that's just continually um, a pain in our lives every, every day
1: that's, that's being carried out in an absolute criminal manner. Exactly. And I think another thing is you can get bombarded with what's going on and not only are we actually doing a lot of research but we're surrounded by people so we you know we've people we trust that will share something with us and you know because we've got friends all over the world we tend to get information of what is happening in the different countries and I suppose we'll start with one of them maybe Slovakia for uh, for the, the start of it
0: Yeah, we can start with a Slovakian one. Um, It's quite interesting because uh, only last weekend, the prime minister over in Slovakia, he actually, um, well, the the funny part was he said it's voluntary. But what it was was um, on two and a half million of his population. So not all the population um, and 2.5 million of the Slovakian population were basically they had to be mass tested and even though it's coming under the guise of voluntary the same same guy said a couple of paragraphs later that um well it's voluntary but if you don't get it at the same time you're not allowed to go to work now the media have done some of this as well and he's done his own spin but i've actually been talking through a person and that's basically being slovakia herself on the ground there and she said the stuff they're actually missing now for some of the media in parts of the world is that um if she refused to get that test which she has she refused to get the test so that means now when you get the test, if you're positive or negative, you get a certificate to say that you've been one of the two point five million people that got um that got mass tested last weekend. And if you want to go down to the supermarket to get your groceries or normal daily shopping, um you will be refused entry as you go into the store by a security guard unless you have the certificate to prove you can or you can't go in or you've got this test base. Now it's not just in the in the shop either, so you can no longer feed yourself if you don't go by this so called voluntary test, which is i.e. It's, it's it's mandatory in a sense, um, or you can't go to work, you pretty much can't do that. And you pretty much just stay in your house. So the, the clever part they're doing is they've done that last weekend. Now they're going to this weekend they're going to drive the rest of them home. Whatever the population left there, they're going to say, all right, you need to get tested as well. So a few people that will won't have got tested last weekend will be thinking, oh well, will I get tested because I can't go to the groceries. The child is probably hungry. I can't do this. I can't do that. So maybe I'll kind of get it. But against your against your sovereign right, against your uh your will to actually get bloody tested. So that's what's going on in Slovakia. But it's not just Slovakia that's where they're going to that's one of the testing grounds, of course, for it, and it's 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 absolute criminality what they're doing to the people over there. That um, if you refuse, uh, like a God-given right, to say, no, I don't want any instruments or to be tested for anything that we know doesn't uh, there have been proven to exist, um, that I should get tested. So it's it's insane what they're doing there. Um, but they're also doing the very same thing in uh, Liverpool here in England at the moment, and that yeah, they're bringing yeah, the military even for they have, and and it's the same with Slovakia. They brought in over two thousand of the. Of the military in slovakia and and some of the military came in from uh they said they've been seen of u.s troops on the ground people on the ground over said they've seen the patches of u.s troops in there so whatever u.s troops were doing in in uh in slovakia not alone were they there but some of the hungarian and um, forces came in as well to basically make sure pretty much that you know you're rounded up like cattle to, to make sure you go going to get a test and the uh, the ironic or funny part of it afterwards um was that the 2.5 million that got tested they said and they announced in their own mainstream narrative. Um, you know, we don't believe that. But what they're saying is one percent tested positive out of two point five million people that got tested. Now I would argue that to say that's zero percent um, that tested positive because of the test they're using does not test for for the you know alleged virus that they're testing for. But if you go to Liverpool at the moment, I only came in yesterday. Here is, is Liverpool is the testing ground in the UK at the moment, and they've rolled in the armed forces, the military, of course, are on the streets as well, and they're um, seeing uh, basically. Boris here, the Prime Minister, has says, you know, this is a, a great day for people in time to get back their freedoms at a quicker pace. You know, it's voluntary, of course, again, like they say, but yet why are the military coming in the streets trying to enforce this and being surrounded And um, people? So Liverpool is getting tested um, at the moment. A lot of people are standing up against it um, because we also, not only did that get rolled out yesterday in, in uh, Liverpool, but London and the rest of the United Kingdom have been put in uh, lockdown since midnight, um, Wednesday night just gone. So yes, it was the first day of so-called national lockdown um, in England. And it's only supposed to be for four weeks, but um, we know no, it's not going to be for four weeks. It's That's just to kind of get you in your homes and it's back to the first increment stage of like, you're going to stay a lot longer in your homes. Um, so they said four weeks and- It's like when they, they told
1: it. us it's going to be two weeks in March and uh, exactly people exactly. are still believing it. So uh, exactly. we're basically here to tell you today to start waking up because your rights are being taken away. And the other thing is this test, it one, there's no test that actually tested for tests for the COVID. They can test for influenza. And the scary thing is that I've seen it in a lot of the videos in America where they're basically ramming it up your nose, both nostrils, and the same swab in your throat so that you're cross-contaminating if there was some infection in your body. But they're actually doing damage by the way they're ramming it up. And a friend of mine had actually checked it, the, the test manufacturer that, that, that had it. And it's not meant to go up the nose. So we're in a situation where you have people that are providing, you know, they're swabbing you with these things. And the other thing is, and I don't know if you've seen that, uh, that some of the countries, they're basically keeping the DNA. They've wrote it into the constitution that they can keep your DNA. So that is something you should be very afraid of. Yeah, it's a
0: very nefarious agenda what they're at at the background itself. And of course, as we know about the PCR test itself, I mean, Kerry Mullis, the guy that created it back in the 80s, the inventor of it, unfortunately he died back last year. But anybody who has watched Kerry over the years or watched his videos, some of them still can be got on YouTube. He said, the creator of the test himself, this t- PCR test is under no circumstance to be tested for any infectious disease. And what are they doing worldwide is they're using the PCR test to test it. I can leave loads of links in the description below for people to actually see how this is. And there's a, g- a great guy called Dr. Andrew Kaufman. And he goes through the whole thing from start to finish as to how he rips it all apart. And he's one of many that says it does not work. And the, the part what they're actually using in, in, um, in Liverpool at the moment, and I'm sure other places as well, is there actually the government itself have admitted that the test they're using there is not the PCR test because the PCR test basically has to go back to a lab. It's time-consuming, and you can basically you can manipulate the test itself by depending how many times you amplify the cycles inside it. So if you amplify maybe 30 cycles, you get one result, and if you amplify the very same sam- sample, you get 45. Um, uh, sorry, if you amplified it 45 times or 45 cycles, you would get a completely different result as well. And people might say, "What are they actually? If some of it, the test shows up positive." What's actually showing up positive is not COVID-19, it's called genetic, genetic material that the vast majority of humans have. And if you keep amplifying it enough inside in the human body, you will actually find it. So what they're using in Liverpool is a, a test called antigen test. And so the antigen test, you don't have to send off to the lab, but you can get it within roughly a little over an hour, you can get your results. So it's a lot quicker. But the problem with the antigen test um, is the government admitted themselves that is, it is, they've actually said it's less accurate than the PCR test so how can you get even less accurate than the pcr test that doesn't test for the so-called alleged virus that they're saying it's um testing for because it's never been isolated and purified that people have said it through their mouths and 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 governments that oh, it's isolated, it's purified there's been endless amounts of doctors and scientists worldwide saying can you give me that right now what way did you what's your terminology isolation and purifying they've never been able to do that worldwide so that's the kind of scam that they're rolling out um and of course everything at the moment is a case demic so it's cases 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 um, if anybody wants to look at things and um, where I'm even at UK at the moment, is one example of there's fantastic doctors are coming out at the moment, they're saying oh, completely unbiased agendas, nothing to, to gain on everything, maybe to lose their livelihoods and their license for speaking out the truth, pretty much, which is sad. Um, and they they basically said that uh, if you're to look at the deaths, you no know, fatalities, mortalities, deaths, excess deaths and so on and so on, over the last number of years gone by. They said that we're actually, at, for this time of year, coming into a normal flu season, like we would every t- every other year in winter here, you're coming into a normal flu season where deaths will rise eventually as we go into But currently, as we speak now, there is no excess, there's no excess mortality, there's no fatality. So what he's say, in other words, is that compared to the, to, to the scales any other year, we're actually, if anything, we're right on track where we are any other year. If anything, many doctors and many um, scientists come out and said we're actually slightly lower death rate is what we have. But yet, all of a sudden, with this so-called pandemic and rolling out mass scaling and um, tests worldwide, everybody—that's you know voluntary, but Ie it's it's mandatory in the sense—is what they're what they're
1: at. Exactly, and uh, I've seen another case as well in the UK. There was was it a nurse? Uh, and her daughter in a nursing home that uh, she wanted to get out. I saw you probably know a bit more about that. One. Oh, that's
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's and it's only, I think, in the last 24 48 hours, it should be gone viral pretty much in a lot of places. Um, I know in the UK and Europe, it has any, I'm not sure about the rest of the world, but um, what it was basically was a 97 a year old woman here in the UK. She um, she's been in uh, this care home for the last nine months, rapidly deteriorating her health, uh, day by day as it's going on. Her own family hasn't been allowed to see her in, in uh, nine months, so her. Her daughter had enough of it. Now, her daughter is a qualified nurse, so is more than capable of being able to look after her own mother. She went into the uh, care home, took her mother out of it, put her into the car, said, you're coming home. I'm going to look after you. And before she went too much further, the um, police were called on the scene and the police um, arrested uh, her daughter and uh, put her in handcuffs in the back of the police car and took her off. And her mother, they said, basically um, is going back into the care home again. This is what, what names do you even give that like fascism that's going on worldwide at the moment?
1: Yeah. And when, you watch, when you watch it, because uh, I think the granddaughter was there as well. And basically you could see the fair and the those, grandmother, yeah. like, I don't know, did they count? Was it six or eight different police officers surrounding, uh-huh. you know, wh- what were they expecting? The 97 year old uh, woman to kind of do a Usain Bolt and kind of do a, a legger that they couldn't catch up. You know, exactly. it was pathetic to, to put that woman yeah. through that kind of fair is pathetic. It
0: is, and and say we can leave a link for people that haven't uh, are aware of that I can leave a link in the description below as well uh, it's just a short video people can click in and see the evidence for themselves it's absolutely disgusting what they're doing here in the UK at the
1: moment exactly and just uh, like um on the the different things what what what's positive what 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 can we see anywhere around is there anything that we can that any of the countries that are fighting against this Well,
0: the only thing we can see, I suppose, um, positive way... There's
1: business business owners, I believe, in London coming out, isn't
0: there? There is, I say, even since yesterday, now that, you know, they went into lockdown and all that, and, you know, a lot of businesses were told to close by the government because you're apparently deemed uh, non-essential. So... For argument's sake, you can you can sell bottles of vodka here and drink and all that, that's no problem, so you can get drunk out of your head, that's apparently essential according to the government, but under no circumstance can you get uh, children's shoes, children's clothes, all these clothes sections are going to be all cordoned off, and that's apparently deemed as as non-essential. So in other businesses like like hairdressers and stuff like that, they're deemed non-essential. So who gives them the right to say your business is non-essential? Because to you, it's very essential. Are you going to go for four weeks and not feed your family, not feed your, you know, anybody around you and you pay your bills because you're just deemed, um you know, non-essential? But the guy next door has a, another, maybe an license He can sell drink. His, his business is essential so he can carry on as normal while you suffer next door to him. You know, this so-called pandemic that's sweeping around the world rapidly. Um, you know, it doesn't touch people who are drinking. But if you're if you're cutting hair next door, all of a sudden you're in big trouble, the virus is straight in to catch you straight away. You know, it's just it's madness the stuff they're actually and thankfully people are, are awake at this stage and there's you know there's just people like the world doctors alliance um or thousands of doctors and worldwide there's nurses coming out as well they're all getting together a lot of them are coming together in a legal manner as well so they're pursuing this to hold um governments and people that are accountable be it uh, police as well and all that hold them accountable what they're doing is completely um unlawful in, in any circumstances regardless if it's so-called emergency or a pandemic because as we know it's not a pandemic but that's the course in terminology that, that uh they'd like to sell you
1: Yeah, and I mean like for those, uh, I would uh, recommend kind of investigating Dolores Cahill because she's actually and she worked for the uh, Irish government and also the EU and she's coming out exposing a lot of this and I believe she's actually uh, heading this uh, new uh, organization that's been put together
0: she is she's actually the president of it at the moment um and people I'll leave a link again in the description below people want to check out the world doctors alliance and check out what's on their website and it's very positive stuff you can sign up to them and all that and get a newsletter and stuff and see what they're actually doing they're actually you know there's, there's actually people around the world be it solicitors, barristers they're so tired of this scam that's going on that they are offering some of their willing to offer their free services to a lot of these people um around the world are fighting cases like you men, um uh, Robert uh, Kennedy Jr. in the states—he's doing a fantastic job over there as well, fighting cases over there. But and Dolores um, in, in Ireland says she's come together with doctors from uh, from Germany, from Holland, from uh, all parts of the world have come together. To say, just look, enough is enough. We're we're tired of the whole thing. And what I've just seen over last weekend as well here briefly is that um. Uh, a care worker um, that works for the NHS here in England, she's um, she's come out and she said she can't do it anymore. She gave years working for the NHS in England, which is the National Health Service for people who are, who are abroad. And um, she said she can't listen to the lies and the scam that's going on anymore. And so she's working on the ground in the hospital and knows exactly what's going on. All the death figures, all the deaths are completely being blown out of proportion. They're completely being labeled COVID 19 when they're not COVID 19. Nothing got to do with it at all. And she says, I just can't go along with the lies and criminality that's going on anymore. So she basically said, I'm resigning from my job. I can't we're not we're not doing a healthcare system anymore this is absolute criminal run by the government and these, these elites that are in the background says it's not the hospitals have no control over this pretty much anymore so there's people there's whistleblowers coming out there's plenty of people stepping down from drawing jobs there's a there's a police force in the i can't think of the website like leaving description below in in australia and they're they're coming out he's some i think he's some chief commissioner or a guy in sydney has come out and he said he's enough is enough he says people need to be held accountable. What's what's going on here, and what we're being asked to do to our people? He says it's just not humane. It's not right. the The number the the cases, the the deaths. Uh, nothing adds up. He says, you know, if you ask anybody near on the street, Joe, anybody's, you know, apparently had or allegedly had COVID nineteen, the answer will be no every time. So and it's, even
1: though, because I know that there will be some people that will say, oh, I had somebody that died belong to it. You have been told course. that they died from COVID nineteen. A lot of the times, it's underlying uh, conditions. But the other thing is they're getting incentivized to, one, diagnose and two, put you on the machine. So sometimes they're actually giving the wrong medication to actually, unfortunately, kill some people just for a financial incentive, and all of them should be facing criminal courts. Exactly, you're
0: 100% right. Uh, There's financial incentives behind a lot of this stuff. So if there's a real so-called pandemic or virus killing everybody, would you have to have incentives by by governments and organizations over you to 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 help put your basically, say can you say this is such a covid-19 instead of saying the day the normal pneumonia or so as covid-19 like absolute insanity but uh people have to wake up to what's going, on thankfully i think the tide is turning there's a positive light at the end of the tunnel is day by day it's turning more and more um and they'll have to do in time to come like a nuremberg trial or something that will have to be played out because um what they're doing is absolute criminality. Well, hopefully it
1: won't be like the Nuremberg trial where they put all the Nazis into America and they started running the pharmaceuticals. But if we could have a proper trial yeah. system with correct judges that aren't corrupt yeah. or part of the system, then definitely. And like I, I kind of appeal to all the military and the police because everybody is compliant because they don't want to be paying fines and they don't want to be beat up. And just remember, if you're a police officer or you're uh, in, in the military your actually whole family is going to be part of this and you too, because they have actually robots ready to take over your jobs as well. So don't think that you're safe because you're being complained and worried about uh, your salary, because if you all stick together, take off your hats, you still need military, you still need the police, you'll still have your jobs, but you'll be working under, not the bad boys anymore. And it's something that, you know, it's good that you hear it's happening in Australia. So we need a few more countries to do the exact same.
0: Exactly. And bit by bit is picking up. So, hopefully that momentum can uh keep rolling out forward because a lot of people are looking for you know hope and positivity and where do we go to you know to help us like we can protest and we can march and we can do all sorts of things so like i said they're protesting again here today in parts of england and um, businesses are getting together now today and um, just said enough is enough that we need to we're tired of this it's a scam as well we need to get out and march or do something to say look we're not closing our business a lot of gyms have have, have stayed open in different parts of the country and i've just looked at some videos this morning that the police have come in the door and they said uh, are you keeping your gym open they said yeah they said right we're giving your fines but under the common law from what i know that, that it's completely wrong what they're doing so they they can't be doing that um it's just like in in australia is one of many countries where you know you get your fine for not paying or, or not not having your mask on your face and so on and so on so they give you the fine and a lot of people have went against them and said yeah give me the fine and then they go to court and every time it's been thrown out in court that i've heard of that people went as far as court they've explained the situation We've got a good solicitor explained to the judge and um it's completely unlawful what they're actually doing. There's no evidence to back up the justification behind this, and they just simply can't back it up. And I guess trying out every time. So I advise people as well: if you get a fine, don't be scared of the fine. Take it further. Nobody wants to go to court, but I, I take it to court. If if go forward, keep moving forward, and just you know, you will end up ninety nine percent of the time it'll be trying out
1: a court and get on with your normal life after that. And I heard as well that when when the police officer says, "Do you understand?" Don't say yes because that's like saying I stand under this statement, say no, yeah. do not yeah. comply, say I do not agree and just comment because I, you know, yeah. I do not consent because yeah. they'll make everything that's said, they'll either record it or they'll have it written down and it'll be used against you. So the best thing is, you know, just don't don't consent to anything. Exactly. Exactly. That's all we can uh, keep moving forward. And um, hopefully
0: this uh, charade and scam will be over quicker than we, than we think. But. As we know, I said, for England, where I'm staying at the moment, you know, they're saying four weeks at the moment will be the will be the lockdown, then you'll be out for Christmas and so on and so on. it's interesting, within 24 hours or so of, of saying it's only four weeks and Boris says, oh no, the Prime Minister says, oh no, no, it's definitely only four weeks. You'll be out to start to start to December again. But at the same time, what we have over here is called a furlough scheme. So basically what that is, is the government are going to give you a subsidies, grant payments. Um, you know, because you apparently can't go to work, your work is non essential, whatever the case is, you basically sit at home, while other people can work, we'll give you A certain percentage, maybe 80%, maybe 60% or it, it goes different as it goes on. I think the first payment is 80% and it goes down after that. So that, that's an incentive for you to kind of, you know, shut your business, stay at home, and vast majority of these businesses will never open up again. But the, the interesting part was, he said, yeah, we'll close the country for four weeks, but these payments, we're going to have, we're looking into them, that we're going to go as far as next March. So why would you be giving government payments lined up till next March if you had no intention to keep the population under control until next March? But this also, I won't go into now because we, we talked about it on, and last time I was on base, it was the Operation Moonshot. And this is where my own opinion is coming into all this as well is that, I and mean, it can be pretty much picked up as well as quite easily, is the Operation Moonshot is where this is going to play into it. So it's kind of like keep them inside for four weeks, don't frighten the shit out of them worldwide at the moment. Just get them inside, that's the first measure. Close the gate behind them. And then the next measure then after that is like, um, once there's pretty much no deaths at the minute overall, you could say, so it's just case, case, case. So after a couple of weeks into this lockdown, um, their deaths will start to rise as they would any other normal flu season. And what they've said actually over here uh, from the 8th of October, they said in the UK, is that they're going to add in the normal flu season um. Uh, statistics with the COVID-19 statistics. So they're not even separate now. They're just going to all lump them into one one box, and that's what it is, because apparently the flu season just went away overnight, and everyone's COVID-19, but now that they're lumping them together, people won't be able to decipher and know what's what in it. So they're going to do that. And what it'll be is when the debts start rising, the Prime Minister has all come back out and says, geez, a would love out. but as you can see now, debt, debt, debts are coming. There's going to be excess deaths. Of course, Neil Ferguson um predicting his ridiculous models is, is you know, owned by Bill Gates in the background. As to what's um his predictions are way off the scale. They always were for the last couple of decades, that he's ever predicted projected in the past. So um it's going to be a case of after your four weeks, okay, we might we need to carry it on a bit more, a bit more, or it can be a case of we might let you out for the Christmas, and then if you let out for the Christmas for a small bit at all, it'll be, it'll be blamed on that, it'll be the justification, all oh, the debts are gone higher and higher. You need to go back into your little cages again for you know January, February, March, because that operation moonshot will be carried on. Then we'll see you later then at all. Oh, but we can let you out, but you get tested getting tested while you wait for the, the so-called Bill Gates vaccine to come around the place. And then um, on top of that is you'll have your digital passport that, you know, probably via an app on your phone that they'll try and introduce as well. So you can't go to work. You can't go to live music event, which just what we spoke to the about the, at the very start of this podcast was that uh, Slovakia the, heading down the same route again. You and know, it's even it's
1: another thing as well that we haven't uh, discussed because I know in Canada and I think in New Zealand, like they have, I don't think they call them concentration camps, but I call them concentration camps. Unless you actually comply, they're basically chucking you into a concentration camp.
0: Yeah, I think they they have their own wording, like um, a government quarantine facility or some sugar-coated way they have it. But what it is, it's a concentration camp is what it is. I know Jacinda Ardern, the uh, New Zealand Prime Minister, um, a notorious horrible woman that she is she's basically inflicted this on on our people um recently and and brought it out that she's on a, a facebook live stream on it i can leave a link in the description below for people to see it and um and what it is basically she just said that um we're doing mass testing again it's all about the mass testing and cases of course and you need to do a test 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 and anybody that tests um positive for, for a mistake would have to go into these uh concentration camps or government quarantine facilities. So um that's that. Otherwise they have a, a way of doing it that you can actually, if you refuse the test, you can be put into the into the concentration camp as well. So while you're in there, they give the offer you the chance of actually taking the test and if you don't take the testing oh you can just stay in there for another 14 days and then another 14 days so basically she said it's in your best and she's smiling um as she's telling you this so it's, be- it's in your best interest people um, of new zealand if you end up just just taking the test and once you get the test done then you might be able to get a bit of your freedom back again a test that doesn't that's not testing for the for the virus itself as we've just spoke re- or earlier on the show about this so the whole thing is an absolute scam and they're enforcing that in their own population that, Unless you get tested, they've separated families at the moment. In these quarantine facilities, somewhere around different parts of New Zealand. Unless you say, unless you comply to the fascism, um, you're not being let out again because you won't you won't get a test. And they're doing that like they've they've set up a long time ago, good few years back, they set up FEMA camps in the United States, yeah. they're setting up camps, they're setting up camps in Canada, they're setting up camps all over the place. How come how why are all these camps being rolled out with the minute, of course? So there's a nefarious, nefarious agenda as to what's going on. And I like to, like to reiterate to people is it's absolutely never was anything got to do with your health and uh, it's all about control and people just should look at, at the world economic forum place of that to see where we're being taken into with agenda 21 and all these things are being rolled out day by day so that's the situation with those at the moment yeah Yeah.
1: and uh yeah just uh i know it's kind of doom and gloom and sometimes it can get you but uh, i saw something nice this week that uh somebody was saying i think around in other ways some houses they say oh you can have four five five people six people six people yeah yeah, but for a (laughs) funeral you're allowed up to 30 so somebody said i'm gonna have a funeral for the turkey so that they can have (laughs) their full family together so you know sometimes use the law against them and just i uh, have and and
0: you you can and there's, there's actually Actually, briefly, just to um, add to that note, there's a guy here in the UK. He's got some little loophole on this. He's, he, I don't know if it's gone viral, but he's he's on a loophole in the system that he paid £6. six pound. He registered this business for £6 pound because apparently there's some loophole in the system that you can... Um, you can have for a party you can't have in your household but for if it was a work party related you can have apparently a lot more people than you want tens of people there's no problem at all so he's registered this for six quid and um, that you can he's his own company now so at christmas he can have, invite all of his family around and say it's all work related in the house and that's what we got to do so that it, those connections and loopholes that way people want to look into that stuff as well there's ways around these things all right <laughs> exactly, exactly <yeah. laughs> or the other thing is simply do not comply just do no, not comply. Exactly. Get on with your normal life. Say no. And um, with this tyranny that's going on, I will just stay
1: moving forward. Forget him.
0: Let them get on whatever they're getting on. We just get on with our normal lives and just don't pay any, don't give any attention.
1: No, absolutely. And what you can do, if you found this of benefit, share it with your friends, pass it around, because the more people that are aware, knowledge is power. And that's how we can actually make change to the world by actually being, you know, awake instead of just complain. Listen, Chris... We, we we'll get on again next week. We'll keep people up to date with what's going on. It's been, you know, incredible as always. So, same as right, me. yeah. Will do. We'll catch you next week. So you'll find all our episodes on AwakeningPodcast.org, and you'll also find Chris's on the Anchor.fm forward slash minewards. Both the descriptions will be, uh, the links will be in the description below. Until next week, take care.